Well, well, well. We were not expecting that. Welcome back, everybody, to Stop and Go F1 for our reaction here to qualifying at the Singapore Grand Prix. A qualifying in which both Red Bulls didn't even make it into the final part of qualifying. We'll get into all of that and more as we continue through here in the video. And, of course, we'll have all the coverage of the race tomorrow. So make sure you subscribe if you're not subscribed. But let's get into this, into Q1. And it was a very close session in general. All sessions have been close this weekend, from the practice sessions all through to qualifying. Um, towards the start, we get Stroll being impeded by Logan Sargent. That might be looked at later on. There's a few things that might be looked at later on. We'll get more into that as we go on. Uh, with five minutes to go in Q1, there was 0 0.385 separating the top 10, and just over a second separated the top 15. So as I said, very, very close stuff. In the dying moments of Q1, though, Yuki Tsunoda goes P1, and I think it was P2 and 3 went to the Hasses, everyone else getting ready to make their final lap, when Lance Stroll had an almighty crash, got caught up on the curbs in the uh, second to last corner, that put him out of place, and as he was trying to get across the line, he just lost the back end, spun out completely, very high speed crash into the barriers, bounced off the barriers, back onto the track, uh, both McLarens were coming through at that point, did a very good job to avoid him, but the crash was such a high-speed one that the wheel tethers actually broke, the wheel was disconnected, the rear wing came off, there was an oil leak. Thankfully, Lance Stroll said he was okay and was able to get the car uh, all right. He has been taken to the hospital, though, for further evaluation. Um, you know, his when you watch the replay, his head was shook up quite a lot in that crash, hitting from one side of the car to the other. So you never know, he might have like a concussion or something there. So I think it's quite questionable as we sit here right now as to if he will be able to race tomorrow or not because it was a big crash, very big crash. Um... But yeah, that was the end of Lance Stroll's qualifying, not only because he had the crash, but also because his first lap time wasn't very good at all. For the second race in a row, he qualified P20, the slowest car on the on the track. Uh, Zhou Guan Yu was in 19th, it was Logan Sargent in 18th, Oscar Piastri is in 17th. Now, of course, he doesn't have the McLaren upgrades that were brought uh, this weekend, and I don't think being 17th really reflects the pace that he did have because he was on a lap just behind Stroll when Stroll crashed and if he was able to complete that lap he would have easily got through into Q2 but unfortunately wasn't able to make it and Valtteri Bottas was the last of the people to make it out sorry to get kicked out in Q1 in 16th place uh, but then we have this very long um, delay because we had to fix the barriers and clean up the mess that Stroll's cars made. As I said, there was an oil leak, so it took quite a long time. Whilst that was being cleared up, though, it came out that Verstappen is under investigation for impeding in the pit lane. Now, I think what he was trying to do is just create a gap for himself for his qualifying lap, but he kind of just stopped at the end of the pit lane, waited for quite a bit, and then went. I don't know if he'll get a penalty for that. I'm feeling that he won't. Uh, but he may get a penalty for something else, because whilst when Q2 does start, Verstappen very clearly impedes Yuki Tsunoda. And, you know, I, we've given quite a few penalties out for impeding so far in qualifying throughout this entire season, so I would not be surprised if that's a free place or a five place for Verstappen for the race tomorrow. And, it's you know, it's not like he's even in a great position to start, because on his uh, second fast lap, 
He has one of the worst starts to a lap I've ever seen. Yes, this Red Bull, I don't know what's going on. We discussed in the preview yesterday about how they don't look like they're on the pace uh, in FP1 and FP2. But in FP3, it looked a lot better. It looked like they were there or thereabouts. And in Q1, they looked pretty good. But into Q2, both cars looked dreadful. Max really struggling to control the car through Sector 1. Sergio struggling so much that he actually spun the car, completely ruined his lap there. And both of them would be knocked out in Q2. Unbelievably, Max Verstappen is able to kind of recover from his bad Sector 1 and sets a lap time that's good enough for 10th, but then will be knocked out by all people, Liam Lawson. So, fantastic job for Liam Lawson, making it into Q3 for the first time in only his third ever race at a track he's never driven at before at one of the toughest tracks of the year. Liam Lawson, if you don't realise it by now, is the real deal and I think deserves the AlphaTauri seat next year. I think you can cement him in already for one of the AlphaTauri seats next year. It's just, will it be with Yuki Tsunoda or will it be with Daniel Ricciardo? I think that's the question going forward for that team. But the guys who were out in Q2, uh, one was Yuki Tsunoda. What a roller coaster he had. Top of Q1, a bottom of Q2. He didn't actually set a lap time. As I said, he was impeded by Verstappen on his first lap time. Then he just didn't set another one. I'm not really sure why. Um, Albon was 14th, Perez 13th, 12th for Gasly, and 11th for Max Verstappen. But as I said, I think a penalty will be coming his way. This is the first time they were saying since Russia 2018 that there is not a Red Bull car in Q3. And after the dominance we've seen from them this year, it's unbelievable. It's like they've watched a completely different car. They've won every race this year, then this car looks undrivable. It does not look good at all. But, that being said, I still don't write them off for winning the race tomorrow. We've seen what Max Verstappen can do from low grid positions before. Maybe they can do something with this car overnight that doesn't necessarily break Park Ferme. Or maybe just break Park Ferme. Let him start from the pit lane. Fix the car, starting from the pit lane, and just see what he can do. It's gonna. This is going to be a really exciting race tomorrow, in part due to these Red Bull guys being so low down. I think Piastri as well, uh, as I said, he was uh, 17th. I think he'll be getting a lot of positions as he goes throughout the race. But let's go into Q3 now, and this was a very fun one. After the first runs for everyone, it was Lawson in 10th, Ocon 9th, Hulkenberg 8th, Magnussen 7th, Alonso 6th, Hamilton in 5th, Russell 4th, Norris third, second for Leclerc, and then first for Sainz. But everyone, of course, gets one more lap. And after that, it was still Liam Lawson in 10th place. Still fantastic achievement for Liam Lawson there. Hulkenberg, only ninth for him. I thought he would do better than that because he is a fantastic qualifier. But ninth, still very good for the Haas, of course, beating both Red Bulls. Uh, eighth was Ocon's place. Alonso finishes in 7th. Kevin Magnussen, fantastic lap for him in P6. Now, of course, before this, Kevin Magnussen does hold the lap record for the Singapore Grand Prix. That will be broken this weekend because of the new layout. But for the old layout, Kevin Magnussen holds the lap record and got the fastest lap at two years in a row. So Magnussen likes this track and he's qualified sick. I look forward to seeing what he can do from there. I imagine he'll go backwards, but hopefully he can hold on to something. 
Lewis Hamilton puts it inside the top five. Lando Norris only good enough for fourth. Still a great position for Lando, but I was expecting him a little bit higher. Charles Leclerc is in third, and onto the front row, it's George Russell P2, and Carlos Sainz makes it two pole positions in a row. So here you go, he was on pole in Italy, he's on pole here in Singapore. What a qualifying session this was, and what a race this sets up tomorrow. This is really fantastic stuff. You've got both Ferraris in the mix. You've got both Mercedes in the mix. You've got Lando Norris and McLaren there as well. Alonso, he's just on the outside. You've got the Red Bulls. They're still there, and they still have got that speed. If they can unlock it properly, they should be still in the mix. This sets up for a really fantastic race tomorrow. And then you remember, it's Singapore, where madness happens all the time. There's never been a race at this track without a safety car. So you know something's going to go down tomorrow. I cannot wait. This is going to be really, really exciting stuff. So as I said, make sure to subscribe because we're back here tomorrow, straight after the race, to discuss everything that goes down. And imagine there will be quite a lot to discuss. Will the Red Bull streak finally end? It looks like it's going to, but you can never, ever count them out. I'll be here tomorrow to discuss all of it when it all happens. I will see you then. Have a great rest of your Saturday. Until next time, goodbye.